www.entertainment.ie I love the way you say film. Hi everybody, welcome to The Film Show. I'm Mike Sheridan, that's Brian Lloyd, that's Dean Malumbi. That over there is producer Dave. Oi, oi. Um, had a bit of a fit of giggles he did there beforehand because he wanted to talk about something that we can't talk about on air. Producer Dave. I wouldn't necessarily call it giggles. What was that about? I didn't, I didn't, I didn't get that. You didn't get what? What he wanted to talk about that he was getting fit of giggles. I'm not going to talk never about it. No. <laughs> <laughs> Deirdre Malumbi. There's a movie out this week uh, from Universal Pictures. It's called Little, right? Mm -hmm. And you wrote a piece about it on site. What's so noteworthy about this movie before we get to all the the reviews and interviews and such that we normally cover on a weekly basis? Okay, so one of the things that is most impressive to me about Little has to be um, it stars Marcy Martin. And actually, you know what? I'll start with... Basically, summary-wise, um, it's kind of like big, but in reverse, it in reverse rather, it follows. Or like Shazam, this... which we're also going to review later. Yes, yeah, it's very it's like that. Secular. It's yeah, all secular. Yeah, there yeah. are all these kind of. I think body swap is yeah. usually the name given to this genre. So we've seen it in the likes of Big and Seventeen again, and Thirteen going on thirty. And sometimes you know it's the adult becomes a child, and sometimes it's the child becomes the adult. In Pretty this funny. case. Yeah, exactly. Vice versa. Sorry, we just keep interrupting you with really stupid <laughs> things, Dee. Sorry. <laughs> but in this film, we follow uh, Regina Hall, who people will have recognized, who, who will recognize from the um, Scary Movie franchise. And then she was also in Girls Trip recently with like Queen Latifah. That was a huge hit, them, right? Yeah. Which was a huge hit. Yeah. And actually, the writer, one of the writers of Girls Trip is behind this movie, Little, as well. But anyway, Regina Hall plays this um, ruthless kind of tech mogul who, as a teenager, she was picked on and she's decided she's not putting up with that anymore so she's kind of become like a real bossy boots like imagine Miranda Priestly in The Devil Wears Prada except even more extreme and more screechy and slightly more abusive towards her employees. Oh dear. Um, dear. But one day she kind of picks on the wrong little girl and the little girl makes a wish that she was little and lo and behold the next day she wakes up and she is her back in her 13 year old body and then she is played by um, Marcy Martin, who is just absolutely amazing. Those movies kind of live or die by the, yeah. by yes, the kid yeah. actors, don't they? This kid actor is just amazing. So she is, as of this movie, she's not only the star of it, she's also the executive producer on it. And she is the... The kid? The kid, kid is the yeah. executive producer? So she's 14 years old and she is now the youngest oh, executive producer. Oh. No, it's, it's amazing though. She's the youngest executive producer on a Hollywood production ever. And the movie was actually her idea. So she <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah, I know. It's that hilarious. sounds like a film in itself. <laughs> I know. It's like that right there. I'd watch that film. <laughs> but Jesus. I mean, she, so she went to, um, I think his name is Kenya Barris, who she works with on the series Blackish, which I yeah. don't think is it's, big it's, over it's here, a, but it's, it's big, big over in the US, States. Yeah. yeah, with the idea for Little after seeing Big. So the whole idea is that it's an inspiration of Big, but in reverse. So yeah, and she is like meant to be amazing in this. And I think she's going to be a superstar after this film. Um, but yeah, the fact that she produces it as well. And she's like going on Ellen and Jimmy what, Kimmel and what all does these shows, that, like, like talking about this show. They, like, they obviously found that quite inspirational. And you and me straight away were like, oh, we've done nothing. <laughs> that's, that's it, we, we are failures as humans yeah. in the 30s. It. Yeah. It's so like God, like she's not even fifteen. Like, I know. It's, oh, it's like, just crazy. <laughs> Before but, yeah. we move on um, to, I want to talk about Shazam because I went to see it, paid to see it last yeah. night. Mm. So I'm going to give my take as a regular point on our reviewer producer Dave. Because uh, you're usually a critic. How, how dare <laughs> you? How dare you? We want to we want to self plug a little bit. Want a bit of self plugging. Brian Shaw to revisit second pot is out. Kojak yeah. producer Dave, you have a new show starting. It's uh, of the visual medium on entertainment.ie. 
I had actually forgotten what you were talking about there for a second. <laughs> this yeah. show that you've been working on for like a month? Oh, yeah, that. Do you want to talk about it? Uh, no. No. <laughs> How about I do the talking for you? How about that? So There'd be a change. So, so people that tune into the film show, that download the film show every week or watch it on entertainment.ie will get to see you with other people. You know, not just hear your voice like from above like Oz. Yeah. They'll actually get to see you interact and stuff. It's, yeah, it's going to be a whole different world for me, sitting on the easy side of the camera. <laughs> yeah, just, just hurling abuse from behind your, from behind your veil of microphones. There. I'm not always abusive. I think I'm supportive sometimes. In a, it's supportive yeah. in an abusive yeah. way. In you a, know, like it's like is, tough love. Yeah. It's like tough love. Yeah. This is true. So this the Throne show is going to be from next week, Dave? Uh, yeah, well, after the first episode of... Game, Game of, Thrones. of Thrones. So it's going to go out. That's the plan. It's going to go out every week after Game of Thrones. Yeah. Mon- from Monday the 15th, I want to say. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to the 15th. <laughs> so it's you, Fiona Flynn, and on Renan. Yeah. Who's yeah. hosted this uh, phenomenal program once before. Never again, though. Too good. Too Kill good. Too me. good. Okay, let's talk about Shazam. Paid to see it last night. It was grand. Which one of you gave her four stars? Brian did. No, I did. Yes, it. I did. I did. I did. You hit the head. I don't know. Have you been I, hit in the possibly. head? I, 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 I did for the fall site, down. I did fall down. I did fall down the other day. I did no, hurt we, my head. Well, we both agreed we were probably going to give it four stars. And yeah. I will say in my defense, by the way, I was also a regular paying moviegoer. I went to see it. I think you did the same, actually. Um, we didn't wait until a press screen. We yes. went to see yeah, it. Because right. it was previewing on the Wednesday, um, I think a week and a half yeah, before yeah, its yeah, official yeah. release. And we were like, we want to see it now. We also we all kept it real. Yeah, yeah, yeah totally. Yeah, <laughs> totally. Because to we didn't get to talk about it last week because we did the Avengers special with Odin last yes. week. So, mm-hmm. uh, you, so you dug it a lot, Brian. I'm surprised. I really enjoyed it. You which what? I was surprised, to be honest, that you'd... No, I thought it was really clever because like, I love the fact that, you know, as you, you were kind of saying this half air, like, you know, it's either going to be, for superhero films, it's either going to be an origin story or it's going to be a story about all these different superheroes like meeting, meeting each other. meeting up from, and, yeah. Yeah, meeting up, for the yeah. first time. And like, while it does have the origin story beats, like I said, you know, he discovers his power and then he discovers that the power is really... Then he trains him in the power. They train him and all that kind of stuff. What was funny about this, at least to me, was was the fact that there was no training involved. There was no kind of like, oh, I've got to be the best I can be. He's literally just gifted this power mm. and then he decides to use it to sell selfies of himself. Or that he's like, you know... Uh, this They're just of... like kids messing yeah, around. Yeah, totally. <laughs> like, is it like what would a fifteen-year-old do if he was literally able to fly through the air and shoot a, a lightning out of his hands? He'd just do the most stupid stuff with it. Like, and that was hilarious. Like, because you know, like you look at you know Avengers Endgame, or you look at like Batman versus Superman. You know, it's all so self-serious, and it's always so like, oh, they've got to go through such trial and tribulations and all that kind of thing. And even the little kid, the one from. If the who's on who's on the crutches, he's all like constantly referencing <laughs> the fact that like they're orphans, and he's like, you know, a crippled orphan. You think I've got it made, right? All this kind of stuff. Like it's so, so not even sarcastic, but like so self-aware. I'm surprised you don't didn't like this movie because I, I thought it was like it was dead, what, hovering around Deadpool level of self-awareness, but not as violent and maybe it was the cursing and the violence. I like yes. the Deadpool. 
That's what I'm See, thinking. what I would say with regards to Deadpool is genuinely, except oh, maybe Thor Ragnarok, but it's probably the most I've laughed out loud yes. during a movie since the Deadpool movies, you know? And oh, just, for like in that genre or in general? Yeah, in the uh, superhero yeah. genre, for sure. And I mean, there's just such a sense of like fun about it. And it's like when you're watching it, you just feel like a kid. Yeah, you know, yeah. Which like superhero movies have been missing for a while and particularly the DC branch yeah. of superhero movies. Because even like with their more kind of recent ones. I know that Aquaman was just nuts, nuts. and Wonder Woman was great too, but it was still like quite serious in, in tone and everything. So this one was just like having the bands basically. Um, so that's what I really liked about it. Also like watching it, it was very much kind of honing into like 80s action adventure it type did. comedies. It did, it started off reminding me of Gremlins right away. Yeah, Chris yeah. Random. Yeah, yeah. He's, in the, he's in the second episode. Second. He, Second Gremlins. He was too. in Gremlins too. Yeah, yeah, with the music and everything, yeah. like yeah. just reminding me of yeah. Gremlins, and it did have that kind of eighties yeah. vibe. That's obviously they're going for the Amblin vibe. That's just Completely. it, and I mean, like very, like it's very aware of like the big reference in there and everything. And even they have the scene, you know, where he has to convince the little boy that it really is him because he's stuck in the body of Shazam and everything. And they have like a reference to the keyboard scene and everything. But even like I thought it got very like the Goonies, you know, the fact that he kind of bef- he gradually, you know, builds up this friendship with. With like his fellow kind of orphan kids and then at the end they're kind of going on this big adventure all together and you see them kind of team up and everything um hopefully that's not getting into spoiler yeah. territory but yeah there's very much a goonies vibe superheroes well. do superhero stuff that's and all even you need like, to know and even like with all the wizard stuff and the iconography there i was getting like very like jim henson vibes you know like labyrinth and the very dark true. crystal mm. there and everything so i love that it was like all 80s rhetoric too. yeah and it might have been uh, needs must to a certain degree because the budget's not as it's like a 90 million dollar budget yeah million it's dollar. Not as these big. things are normally twice that that's yeah. still a decent size budget yeah. obviously but that's but like i think that worked for it in a way the fact that like you know if you if they part of the Charmless. Yeah, it's yeah. part of the term because if they had like a massive 150 million budget, whatever, they would have felt obliged to throw in these big action set pieces. Mm. And Christ, like we've seen so many of them. Like we don't need another mm-hmm. comedy film or another, sorry, superhero film with that kind of thing. I'd rather see them do something funny with it, mm-hmm. which is what they did in Shazam. Yeah. Like they really honed in on the comedy. Like Yeah, and in fairness, Mike, I would agree with you in that it was too long. And I felt particularly, it's just a thing that superhero movies and even like Wonder Woman, I think its major downfall was that final battle sequence yeah. you know like with a movie like you know the original you know Marvel Avengers Assemble mm. like that battle sequence makes the whole movie it's like that's what they invested all their time in yeah. but then with movies like Wonder Woman and Shazam that's where it's kind of it's downfall either yeah. it just gets too stupid or they just can't really get through it like yeah. pacing wise and stuff um, so that would be kind of the only downside to it I'd say yeah it was grand that was, it was, it was good it was good it's good crack like would you, would you not go and see this now Dave you big comic book nerd or is it only the Marvel ones that you like I'd be interested in seeing it, all right. I just haven't gotten around to it. He's busy, busy man. He's a very busy man with all his shows. But his uh, shows that he's doing. Uh, briefly as well, Pet Cemetery. Yeah. Uh, you you really like this. I really like this. Oh, I was so messed up. It was so messed up. The original film is terrifying. The one that was in 1993. Like, it's mm. really, really creepy. Like, those real... Just, yeah, it was just really... I mean, ca- cats are creepy anyway. Cats are so, creepy anyway. I hate cats. Cats the cats are awful. Like, yeah, they are. They're snakes with fur. Cats are nice. You were just saying that. They're no dogs, but they're nice. Yeah, like just yeah. I mean, but then again, Cujo, like. But anyways, that one make believe dog also from a Stephen King novel. Yeah, also yeah. from the Stephen King verse. But um, yeah, this was really really good. Um, I really really liked how they kind of, you know, leaned into the sort of just. Like, it's so... I don't know if you've ever read Pet Cemetery the book, but, like, it's 
very, very dark. Like, it's very, very grim and yeah. gruesome and mm. just, ugh. And you're kind of thinking, how can you kind of, how can you portray that on screen without it being a complete downer? And mm. what they kind of do in Pet Cemetery is, is that they kind of make it almost a little bit campy in a weird kind of way. Like, there's parts of it where it's like, this is so ridiculous. Mm. I don't know if you're playing this completely straight or not. Because Jason Clark is the lead. Jason Clark is really the lead. Really good actor. Yeah, really, really He's good great. actor. And he plays it really straight. John Lithgow is in it. Brilliant as well. Amy Semites, I think is her name. She's the, the wife in it. Um, but the daughter that's in it, I mean, there are a lot of very big material changes between the book and the film, but I, it, it felt like it needed it. You yeah. Know, mm. kind of way. At no point was I thinking... Oh no, you shouldn't have changed that. It felt like, yeah, that was done on purpose, like, because it has to be condensed down. Mm. Um, but I really enjoyed it. I thought it was really, really well made, really well paced. And, you know, the ending of it was done, having read the book and having seen the original film, the fact that they needed to change up the ending, I, I didn't see it coming at all. And it was like, wow, that's a really good way of mm. kind of ending the film. But it's, it's, pretty violent and pretty dark so yeah because i mean it's obviously come off the back of the success of it oh completely yeah and that, completely. And that opening to it was pretty violent and pretty dark yeah, and that's it and it's yeah. that same thing it's that same thing of like when you see that happening you're like wow you're really you're, you're just not even i think that's brilliant and i like that with it that's why it had me mm. the remake of it had me on edge a little bit because when you do that to a kid you're like oh anything's just gonna go <laughs> yeah. yeah they yeah. can go anywhere with this crazy stuff yeah and like that there's like in the halfway point in pet cemetery oh well ruin it but something big happens and it's like wow you are really going here and then it's like whoa you're going there now with it um, i want to know where here and there is you've <laughs> you convinced me the the to you've convinced me to see it brian it's good no it's 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 good like it's it's campy and a little bit stupid but very violent very very scary and um, and very well done jason clark is such an underrated actor yeah he really is yeah and um, he's australian you wouldn't think that from his yeah. accents his accents are so good yeah you wouldn't go and see this d because you're a fierce scared of horror films. i don't really like horror. like i'll go see it chapter two when that comes out yeah. in july i want Say, it? it's, no, I think sure. it's 6 September. I think it's later. Oh, yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah. It is a bit later. Um, yeah, so I'll go see kind of the big main ones, but I'll, I'll generally avoid them because I don't yeah. find them particularly pleasant, to be honest. You're a big right. scaredy cat. Okay, so James Anderson um, went and interviewed Jesse Buckley uh, for World Rolls. Um, so we're going to have a quick look at uh, a couple of minutes from that interview, and then we're going to talk World Rolls when we come back. I've got some. <gasps> Classic Glasgow phrases that, yeah, scary. I want to see if you're able to translate them back into for oh. an Irish audience. Yeah, I love so, games. Yeah, okay. So first one. Here, I'll have a bottle of Bucky and a bottle of ginger. Um, here, I'll have a bottle of Buckfizz and a bottle of ginger. Uh, ginger ale. Uh, no, so Bucky's Buckfast. Ginger would be any fo- like soft drink, like a oh. Coke or something like that. So I was nearly there. Buck- almost there. Buckfizz. <laughs> right, this one. Why is Buckfizz? Uh, I have no idea. Still idea. Yeah. Uh, here, do you want a swally before the slosh? Do you want here? Do you want a uh, a drink before the dance? Yeah. Yes. yes. Bang on. Okay. Yes. <laughs> right, last one. Here, I asked her for a winch, but she dinged me. <laughs> That's rude, man. <laughs> <laughs> um. Uh, here, I asked. I asked her for. Uh, her number, but she she said no. Almost. <gasps> a winch is a kiss. Aww. So and that's a phrase that I'm obviously very used to hearing. Aww. So. Okay, so the um Jesse Buckley's found fame via a reality TV show, but slowly mm-hmm. afterwards. Yeah. Whereas now you can kind of see her get was it was a Britain's Got Talent? 
Um, was Something that like it? that. Oh, I thought that it was kind of more like. This is just my age, by the way. I, I actually I hadn't heard of that. Well, see, I'd know her. Maybe kind I'm, of I could be completely her, wrong, by the way. I, I'd know her from kind of her film and TV credits. So she would have done this kind of independent movie called Beast last year. Yeah. And that was kind of her biggie one. I think it was for Beast and Wild Rose that she got the BAFTA Rising Star nomination off the back of that um, last year. Um, the award that eventually went to, whatchamacallit, from Black Panther? What's her um, name? Letitia Wright. Yeah, Letitia Wright. Um, yeah. But Barry Keoghan was uh, nominated last year as well. But anyway, and she'd done a few series, like she'd done Taboo with Tom Hardy, and she did the War and Peace one with Lily Collins. So she'd done a few, like, quite big productions yeah. and kind the of. The War and Peace thing was a big Yeah, was a big yeah, deal. exactly. Was in there. Exactly, yeah. yeah. But she kind of, she hadn't really kind of shot off to stardom, I suppose you could say, yet. But I'm hoping that Wild Rose will be the movie to do that because she is just brilliant. You said it. to me before we before we started recording you were, mm-hmm. you were like you would love this. Yeah. And why Dee? Why would I like this? Is there cursing a, and violence? No there isn't but it's an excellent film. I do with, enjoy films. With brilliant performances. Um, so Jesse, Jesse Buckley plays the main character who is essentially this um, aspiring country western singer but she's in Glasgow which doesn't really have a country western scene that's so fair that's, yeah. Yeah, so there are lots of country western style bar fights yeah. <laughs> yeah. and she's Trench just um, she's just gotten out of jail for I want to say drug smuggling something like that um, <laughs> and she's also a single mother of two so she has all of these things that she has to contend with um, in order to make a career but she has an absolutely stunning voice and she is so so talented but she's always like I have to go to Texas I have to go to America that's the only way I'm going to make it so she's like you know working as a cleaner and trying to save up money and trying to do gigs wherever she can. Is it almost a road movie or she just goes from place to place? It's kind of like, you're kind of just like following her story, if you get what I mean. So it's kind of, I suppose I'd call it a drama because Mm. you're kind of following all these various storylines with her family because she's also kind of constantly at odds with her mother who's kind of constantly taking care of her kids for her. And her mother is played by Julie Walters. I love Julie Walters. She is fantastic She's like a warm blanket of awesomeness is Julie Walters. Oh, she's so good. You see her something like, ah, Julie Walters. Like, she's so, so sweet in this, but also so, like, no-nonsense as well with Jesse Buckley's character. She's just like, what are you doing with your life? This is a complete mess. Um, So it's just, like, a really, really fascinating story. But as well as that, the music is just stunning. Jesse Buckley's singing is just so, so beautiful. She's like, like, it's deeply moving. She's a double threat. You can almost, you can just see the buzz building on her now. Yeah. Um, can you see her kicking off into actual movie stardom or is she going to be I really both? hope so. I just think that there's something about Wild Rose that as well as being like just an excellent movie just because the performances are so great in it, the story kind of takes you on this journey that you're not quite expecting and I don't think I've given away too much or anything there but like you're really kind of enraptured from start to finish. Yeah. Like how is this... How is this all going to work out for her? And can it all work out for her? Um, As well as having, you know, the music aspect, which I think is always kind of a good one in terms of like crowd pleasing. Because, you know, we've seen Bohemian Rhapsody and how well that did. And And A Star is Born. The Dirt for some weird reason. And A Star is Born. And I think Rocket Man is probably going to be huge as well when that comes out about Elton John's career. Sorry to divert too much here. What do we think Rocket Man's going to do well? It's weird because there hasn't been as much buzz around it as I expected but maybe people don't realise that it's like Elton John and Biopic yeah. and everything you know 
Um, and that? and maybe it's Taron Edgerton as well. Maybe he's like a little too obscure a star because like we'd know him through like the Kingsman movies. Yeah, and he's stuff. great in the Kingsman movies. Yeah, but I mean like when you see him in the trailer, it doesn't look like him. Yeah. It doesn't look like the guy. He does his own singing movies. as well, which mm. is kind of yeah. brave move, right? Especially when you're a yeah. like Elton John. Very, very much. I, mm, yeah, I don't know. I think... I think if Dexter might, Fletcher, right? Sorry, yeah, Brown, yeah. And who, Dexter Fletcher who came on board and saved Bohemian Rhapsody, mm-hmm. basically. Exactly. Yeah, and I do think there's an element to this of like, you know, maybe. I mean, I'm, I, I'll, I want to see it because I really do mm-hmm. like Elton John stuff. Like, so I really mm-hmm. do want to see it. But at the same time, I'm kind of thinking maybe the boat is kind of, you know, maybe it's just it's there's an over overflow. Yeah. Or you kind of need to come back to it yeah. as a biopic, like in a couple of decades when Elton John's passed yeah. away or whatever. Like, yeah, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I mean, I think it'll do well. Yeah. <clears throat> I think it'll do well. I'll just be kind of questioning whether, like, you know, we've Bohemian Raps, we've mm-hmm. had a Star is Born, we've had The Dirt, we've had Ray back a few years ago, you know, Walk the Line. I mean, at what point uh, there's a kind of like, okay, this is enough now. You've done enough of these yeah. kind well, of things. Well, Star I mean, is Born is great. Making, and they're making like a Bob Marley one in a, a couple of years' time. I oh, think so see one does really well, yeah. and yeah. then everybody they after just yeah, like, yeah. push them all out. Let's, yeah. let's shove these forwards yeah. here and get out. I mean, like, Wild Rose is slightly different in that obviously it's not based on it's an fictional. actual person. Yeah. So it's not quite a musical biopic, as I suppose you'd call it, like a musical drama or something, because it's not quite like musical. Yeah, musical yeah. It like crazy. It's more like a Star is Born. Yeah, I remember Crazy Heart a few years ago. Exactly. Yeah. Colin Farrell was great in that. He was very. He really good. was. Yeah. You yeah, really like. He really doesn't get credit for the kind of smaller roles yeah, that, yeah. that he's picked. It's just like Dumbo hasn't made any money. <laughs> Colin Farrell and another bomb. I think he's I, a really good actor. He's a really good actor. Yeah. Like I mean, I think uh, uh, the problem with like that is is that like Colin Farrell when he does good work, usually it's to the benefit of somebody else. Like in Crazy Heart, like where mm. everyone talked about how amazing Jeff Bridges was and. The fact is, is that when you go back and watch that film, Colin Farrell in every scene, he is with him and he's given him everything. He's a generous he performer. Yeah, Exactly. Really, really generous performer and he doesn't get the credit for it. And Julie yeah. Walters is like that yeah. as well, I feel. And I'd argue that your point exactly about how Colin Farrell kind of gives 100% yeah. of these productions and he's so, so good in them but then there are other like actors or whatever who end up getting more of attention and mm. you get that with the film Widows as well Very I would much say so. with all the actresses and then also I would argue with Killing of a Sacred Deer and um, The Lobster mm. people don't talk about the performances in them even though they're so great they talk about them now as these great Yorgos Lanthimos movies you know especially yeah. off the back of the favourite now I would love to see so him do more comedy he doesn't comedy. get credit um, yeah, he's very much a straight man of seven psychopaths but he's hilarious mm. in In Bruges oh my He's really funny so and in Bruce. Yeah. And Horrible Bosses. Horrible. horrible Bosses. I haven't seen that. He's really good. He's so good at Horrible yeah. Bosses. Yeah, because he plays this like cokehead guy who's like balding. And he's like literally like he takes over his father's business after he dies. And he's just like, we've got to trim the fat around here. We, like, need, we need to let Hollywood know. Give Colin Farrell more comedies. More comedies. Do you know what, do you know what it's time for? What? It's time for Producer Dave's Movie Corner. Well... It's me. Um, <laughs> we all just turn in anticipation. Yeah, I actually spent a lot of time in bed watching movies last weekend. You had what? a bad, you had a bad toothache. Like a bad root canal experience. But uh, there's a little bit of a common theme to some of the films. Oh, you yeah. might be able to pick up on them. Some of the cleverer ones. Uh, Iron Man one two three. Thor oh. one two three. The Hulk. Um, the Hulk. Is Avengers one and two. The Edward Captain Norton America, Hulk. One, I two. assume. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, not Eric Captain America 1 and 2 sorry semantics and uh, yeah and Guardians of the Galaxy 1 so you went oh, you didn't watch Guardians of the Galaxy 2 you made it every, every oh, one yeah, of them watching them in like, oh, the order 2 I think is on Netflix yeah 2 is on Netflix yeah. now yeah yeah 
So, okay, let me ask you, let me dive in here for a second. Out of the three Iron Men, which was the best? In I, think, I think the first one. Really? Yeah, for I me, think the uh, first as well. That's interesting. Because that was the trailblazer, like, that's yeah. true, that started yeah. it all. Like, in terms of legacy and, and everything else. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, can, I mean, I can, I can, I think Iron Man's probably the best, I mean, for what it did, the template that it's yeah. and the rest of them, and what John Favreau did. And I love that whole sequence when they're in the cave. I just think that that's so brilliant. Yeah. Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. is so charismatic in that role as well. He's phenomenal. Yeah, he's very good. Yeah. He started to annoy me lately, as a lot of people. <laughs> that's true. You have is that the root canal or your personality? Well, I think it's just the whole... Overexposure. Yeah. Like, we as I've said before, but like Ryan Reynolds and Deadpool. Hell so sick of it. dare you. So you sick Leave Ryan Reynolds alone. We're going to become I friends and then this is going to be awkward. Would he leave me alone, I wonder? <laughs> <laughs> Him and his aviation gym. God, like. Um, so what would... <laughs> No, just because he's always like selling. I like your Jane Ryan. Let's be pals. Um, what would have been the together. other standouts of them? Like we must be years blending later, eventually, yeah. you know. Well, they do a bit. I think Winter Soldier was a great one. Yeah. Ragnarok is my favorite Marvel film. Um, but yeah, that was that really stood out again. Good, wasn't it? Yeah. I really yeah. enjoyed Winter Soldier. I think that's like I think that would be up there for me as probably. Yeah, I'd agree. It's favorite. really yeah. well made. Too. Actually, the the John Wick guys did all the stunt coordination that's for right. the second unit direction oh, on really? that. Wow. Well, there you go now. There see that? That's why the action's so good in yeah. it. Yeah, right. There you go. When is when's John Wick? When are we going to see John Wick three Parabellum? When are we going to see it? Nobody's waiting around, and I'm done with it. Okay. Somebody just needs May to show 19th. us this movie. Okay. That's too far away, Deirdre. Brian, do something. You're connected. Like you're I, like an influencer and journalist. Just, just, just get it. Put to put see it right now. I don't want to see it there. I want to see it now. I, I put right now. You can, you can take your Avengers Endgame, right? And I'm only going to tell you what you can do. With it. <laughs> yeah. I see, see that, right? You can see have that. a nice time watching it. Uh, yeah, I want to see John yeah. McCree. That's it. That's all I care about. Um, we are going to see Avengers Endgame next week. No, I think it's Tuesday week because it's oh, only Tuesday showing week, like the Tuesday, yeah. like two yeah. days before it's two days before. Right. This is there, yeah. and it's over three hours long. It was obviously refining edits and stuff like that. <clears throat> so we won't be reviewing Avengers Endgame next week. Sorry about that. Yeah. Do, however, check out our Avengers special where we talked about all the Avengers movies. Yeah. Yes. So that's it for this week. Thanks to Renan and production. Thanks, Pierce and Dave. Thank and you. Roger Corner as always. Thanks, Brian. Thanks, Steve. See you next week. Entertainment.ie. <laughs>